Commandos. Good evening, Commandos. You're listening to the healthiest podcast in all of quarantine. That would be Call of the Crow. Cacao. Cacao, cacao. Hey guys, how you doing tonight? Squiggles, how are you doing? Not bad, Rooster, yourself? Not bad myself, actually. Not bad myself. <sighs> put so, together some furniture today. That was interesting. Oh yeah, you put together yeah. some furniture, huh? Some uh, some clothing racks to to get rid of some of the boxes and. Yeah, not nothing, nothing too too crazy. As I wistfully point up for Squiggles to talk a little bit louder, we're in a different environment. Uh, we are in the Crow and Commando Studio, aka the office of my house. So excitedly, we are able to uh, change things up a little bit, and hopefully, it still sounds good for you guys. Hopefully, because uh, change is a good thing. I think so. I hope so. At least I'm excited for it. I am not sure. Did we hit a button here? I'm not sure we hit a button. I'm not sure what these do. <laughs> whoopsies. Yeah, we're probably fine. Alright guys, after a quick uh, tweak of the audio, hopefully now you can hear myself and Squiggles. I think you can hear me. I think it was Squiggles that was a little yeah, too low. Yeah, and I'm always a little low anyways, but I think it's obviously a lot better now. So There we go. I think I just had to up the uh, recording volume a little bit more. New room, different changes, you know, different things. I don't know, words are hard. <laughs> Alright there, man. So you said you put together some uh, some furniture, huh? Yeah, I put a, put together a couple of clothing racks. I found at uh, at the Walmart for like ten bucks a piece. So, is it gonna be like the same clothing rack I told you you could use eight months ago? No, it's a it's a double double clothing rack, uh, double barred clothing rack. Sounds pretty similar to what I told you you could it's use eight sim- months it's ago. It's similar, but it it's it. I mean, it it was just something I came across. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get that now. No, it's fine. I'm just saying. I mean, is it the thing I told you you could use that's in the garage that would have been free for you? <laughs> yeah, I noticed you left some boxes out by the trash. Make sure you break those down before it rains, buddy. I will do that. Sorry. I was planning on taking them tonight anyways. I just, I got tired and fell asleep. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want it to rain and get all nasty out there. Yeah. I've been there and done that. I left cardboard out and then that patio just gets terrible. Yeah. So, man, enough about my house. I mean, I could talk about my house all day. I've been doing a lot of work in the backyard. You have. Man, yeah, we got a bunch of toys set up for Parker back there. Actually, so I got, got a, the grill. Yeah, I got the grill built. and got the cover on it, so I've got to get a propane tank. I've never had a propane grill before. Oh. So I, I've never really used a propane grill, so I'm a little scared of it, if I'm going to be honest. Hank Hill would not be proud. I, uh... No, he'd be very proud that you're, you're trying to do propane. Well, I haven't gotten the grill yet. I haven't yeah. gotten the propane part yet. I just built the grill. Yeah, it actually, it, uh, it blooded me when I was building it, laughing about, uh... If you see the video, uh, I think it's gonna come out a couple days before you see this. I don't know when. Uh, we finally, uh, we finally got the uh, the Gumpla video up. Oh, okay. That's gonna go up. Uh, we're recording this on Monday, May fourth. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. And uh, so we on Tuesday, May fifth, we have a Gumpla video going up, which is pretty exciting. Uh, it's about an hour long. Gumpla on- video of uh, for Revenge of the Fifth. No, I mean, it's just a Gundam video I know. that uh, you walked midway through in midway through, so we started chatting. I went from talking about how to do Gunplay to just talking life, the universe, and everything else. It's about an hour long, though, so it's going to be kind of a, uh, it's a hefty video. It is. It took a minute to render, so we finally got that up, and then on uh, Thursday the 7th, we are going to be having a uh, Geek Fuel unboxing. Cool. We just did a Geek Fuel. Uh, I think you say cool, you sound surprised. Like, no, like, I'm, you weren't just I'm glad, I'm glad we we're getting the content up, though, because, like... Between our schedules, we just haven't had the chance to do much. Well, that's actually a big deal with getting the studio set up in here so that we would actually be able to set and do things like that. Because a big thing for me is just trying to edit from the game table is just so crappy because the game table is not set up to use a laptop like that. No, it's not. 
And then, I mean, I could sit on the couch and do it, but I mean, that's also sitting on the couch and don't want to do it. Yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried to edit video on a couch. That's not exactly fun either. Cause I used to do the podcast from the couch and that was one of the reasons some like episodes would just take forever. Cause I'm like, man, I'm just having a bitch of a time trying to like just do anything here. Mm -hmm. So if you hear chanting in the back, sorry, that might be my son, Parker. He's, uh. Getting ready for bed. He's having a good time. Now that we're upstairs, he's a little bit more excited. He wants to come in and play with Dad. <laughs> but, yeah, so just having a hard time. So that was one of the big reasons to finally get the studio up and going. Uh, you can see some glimpses of that in the Geek Feel video we're putting up and in the uh, Mythical Meats video we put up uh, a couple days ago. That is a well, fantastic from video that uh, that went up, the Mythical Meats. I yeah, I think that, that was really fun. I had a really good time editing that one, putting it together. I got to uh, do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. We got to do some overlays and just have a really good time with that one. And, uh, I mean, we had fun eating it. We got to eat a bunch of uh, meat sticks that were, uh, you know, like Dragon and Griffin and things like that. Right. They were very good, too. So, yeah, yeah. I actually, I sent them a uh, link to the video because I was like, hey, man, you know, if you guys want to use this for marketing or anything, and they haven't gotten back to us yet. So, uh, I mean, I don't think it's going to be like a sponsorship or anything weird no, like that. But, but, I mean, it'd be kind of cool if they wanted to use this for marketing. I'd be like, look at this. Put that in the uh, the PR book sometime. Right. Be like um, downtown uh, escape room, man. You remember we did a. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They loved us. Did you, did you do it? You didn't do the first one. I with did us. the first we, one. You with did the you first guys. one. Did you Dude. come back to my place afterwards and talk about it? I did. Yeah, you still lived with us at that point, right? Yes. All right. Cool. So, yeah, cool. We, that was your first stint. Uh, we because that was the first one we all did together. Yeah, because we came back and we did a, it. Was the first no, one well, any of yeah. us did. Like uh, I think uh, maybe Patches had done one before, but I mean that was the first one any of us had done before. So aside from like the digital escape rooms, we'd never done one before we did the missing detective. Right. So that was, yeah, that was a super fun one, man. We had a great time. And then we came back, we did the video and uh, they used that for a little bit. And then actually they, later on. I know they sent you um, to come in and do an, another escape yeah, room so, they opened up. Well, so here, along. yeah, so we did, we did the very first one and that was during their soft open. And I mean, God, this is like 2016 maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, 2017 like yeah no beginning. it wasn't 17 it was before Parker Parker was born in 17 it was Christmas time so oh yeah. it, uh, it was 2000 honestly it might have been, been 2015 15. it might have been December now that I'm thinking about it so I think it was December of 15 we did it and we did that and then uh, they'd open their second one it had to be December of 15 because then spring of 16 they opened their second one we did the food bank before we went to see Civil War, and then that night we went out and did the second escape room because there was like a big like opening like murder mystery party kind of thing. So as you guys really care about our trip down Nostalgia Lane, and then the third one they actually used a photograph of me for a long time in the marketing, which was cool because I got to throw that in my actor's book. And then in the third one uh, is the one they invited us to do uh, for free. We got to be uh, guinea pigs for it. Nice. So yeah, it took. Uh, I think I, came I out? Think Aaron I've, came out. I was gonna say I think I've only been to that first one. Yeah, I don't think you've reason. done any of the other ones because Aaron came out. Aaron's done all of them with me out there, but it was uh, Noelle, me, Aaron, Sparky, her boyfriend at the time. And yeah, that was a good time. And we had a really good time on that one. And then we did the uh, went out for pizza at Canton uh, Camp Brewing Company because that's what you do. You go, you get pizza, and you either drink to celebrate or drink to forget. Yeah, well, that's how we've uh, we've succeeded at each of the ones out there. Yeah, and then actually for my birthday weekend this year, we went out and did their uh, their newest room. It's a uh, travel room. It's called Edison's Lost Invention. That was a really good time too. So we had a lot of really good times. I really like going out there. Yeah, they are good. They are good people. I wish I could go with you guys to those more often. Yeah, man, you just gotta get on your day shift, and then you'll be good to go. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Like it sucks sometimes going to work the next day, but you know you're on day shift. You just think, well, you know, I guess I'm only getting four hours of sleep tonight. I've been there. God, I think the worst was uh, Aaron and I were two. Anyways, on afternoons. Yeah. Some days. No, I never had that problem on afternoons, man, because I could stay up till 5 a.m. and then I could still sleep till like 2. 
I just I I've always had a weird sleep schedule, so there are days where I just don't. Yeah, I mean I've had some rough days for work. Don't get me wrong. Like I remember, oh god, with Aaron and I went to see Slayer a couple of years ago, because we got home. Oh my god, we got it home was like so late. Uh, no, I think we got home at like three thirty. Man, oh, it got it? super late. Yeah, and then I had to go to work the next day. That sucked. That was uh, god, that was seventeen. Yeah, because Noel was pregnant. I didn't want to wake up the pregnant lady when I got home. So it was uh, it was towards the middle of the pregnancy, I think. Yeah, it was it was summer. It was like July, so that sucked. And then I mean, Aaron, and I've been uh, we go like an idiot. I'm like, he's like, hey, you want to go to a concert? I'm like, hell yeah, yeah. I want to go. Especially now, I'd be like, yeah, I want to go to a concert. <laughs> I miss going outside, man. Right. I miss going out to do stuff. Like, I mean, I, I miss mostly going out and doing like projects after work. Right. Like, I don't have any theater happening right now. Um, I'm kind of talking to some people right now about maybe doing something. I don't know, maybe some Shakespeare, maybe something for Spring Hill. Just we got to do something to try to just keep ourselves in the news and keep people paying attention to the house. Cause, Absolutely. I mean, we're losing. We just canceled a uh, a main fundraiser. We might have to cancel another big fundraiser. So I mean, if we lose two big fundraisers, that's like ten grand that you miss out on. So yeah, we're not a. Uh, I don't know, man. It's a it's a weird time to be a nonprofit. I mean, couple that with the fact that we just opened a theater company up there. So it's like, it's a terrible time to, I don't own the theater company, but it's a terrible time to be trying to like artistic direct a theater company. Right. Because we especially, were supposed Especially since you guys got the grant for that. And yeah, we got to. not even be able to do any of the projects. Yeah, I know. So I got to figure out if I got to give them, like, I don't gotta, we got to figure out if we're going to be able to do anything or if we're going to have to retool the grant so that we don't break any rules with the money. And hopefully, we, hopefully with, with the COVID situation, it they would understand that you can't do anything with Well, it's it. not so much the problem is. The problem is, though, when you take the money, I now have to, if I have to pay the grant back, I have to go through the Spring Hill Board of Trustees in that process. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much the Arts and Stark having a problem, but you do have to, because it's a grant. So it's like, you know, I mean, there's like a contract you sign and there's like legal bindings you have when you take right. that money because we said we're going to do these three shows. So now uh, we're supposed to be in rehearsal right now for nonsense, and that's just not going to happen. Like, we were supposed to get the uh, materials four days ago, and we were supposed to start rehearsals this week, so probably tonight. And that's a musical. I'm not sure the hell ain't going to happen. It's supposed to go on uh, the end of June. Right. And Yeah, that absolutely won't happen now. Yeah, so that's uh, there's no way we're going to be able to get everything together, audition, get the people, and get it all handled by, the end, by any semblance of time to do this. So it's just, I mean, and we also already paid for it, and that was over $1,000. So a big chunk of our grant money was going towards paying for that musical rights because musical uh pulling the curtain back for anyone that might care about theatrical sorry this may not be the most pop culture pop uh, podcast today guys but pulling the curtain back for uh, theater anytime you're trying to do a musical you're probably going to pay for rental fees you see you may not have to pay for like tapes or anything but if you want to get the actual musical scores you have to pay for those and unfortunately you can't just buy the rights we discovered for nonsense you had to because we were like, well, we'll pay for the rights and then we'll just buy some we'll buy some books. It'll be cheap. Unfortunately, they were like, well, you're going to pay $500 for the rights and you're going to pay 700 and some dollars for the musical, uh, the rental of the musical uh, scores. And so it's like, shit, man. So we ended up having to pay. I mean, so we paid that. And now we have to go through the refund process with uh, Samuel French, which I mean, nothing like they're, they're not screwing us or anything. It's just, I mean, we're not the only theater that's trying to get a refund for our shows right now. Absolutely. And it's like the refund process is just, I mean, it's it's a weird place. It's like it's breaking terms of contract because you sign contracts and it's breaking terms of those contracts because like when you say you're going to do a show, you know, they like say, okay, no one with an X amount of uh, miles can do that show as well. So it's like you lock down, but at the same time, it's like no one's doing shows. 
So it's it's not a good time to own or run a business at this point unless you're like, I don't know, making food or a grocery store or maybe a hospital and Right. It's it's just not a good time. Honestly the whole whole country is pretty much just shut down and it's causing more problems for smaller guys like us that are, are trying to just do things. Yeah, so I mean yeah, definitely trying to do that. Like Maslin just canceled a bunch of their community events. So, I mean, right there, it's like, well, there was some audience that we were going to be trying to talk to and, like, just, you know, go out and pass flyers out. So, I don't know, man. Like, there's going to be um, – right, we're setting up a meeting right now to try to figure it out and figure out what we're going to do. Um, I, we had uh, – on Fun News, we played um, Jackbox games on Zoom the other day. We did. Night. That was a lot of fun. And after we got off there, I looked at Noelle and I said, I've got some ideas. So we're trying to put together something um, very similar to, um, I'm assuming you didn't watch the Parks and Rec special. I didn't because I was at work. Mm. Yeah, I mean. But it might be on Hulu, and if it is. It's I on will, YouTube. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I will probably watch it on YouTube at some point then. Yeah, so I just, uh, we watched it. We recorded it the other day because we still have cable for some reason. I'm still trying to figure that out. Actually, I'm probably going to be cutting the cord in the near future. And there's no sports to watch, and I don't watch a lot of TV. Right. I watch a lot of uh, Netflix, Hulu. Um, well, not so much Hulu for me, but a lot of Netflix and a lot of Funimation. Those are my two big, like, content streamers. Uh, I've been diving into... I do a lot of YouTube for Critical Role. I do Funimation right now, uh, DC Universe, um, and once in a while I'll do Netflix. Netflix is probably my least favorite one to go into. Really, man? Netflix has a lot. I like a lot of Netflix's original content. Their original content is very good. I will absolutely agree with that. It's just, it's one of those ones where it's like, ah, I'm going to watch something else. It just it I ends am. up, because I'll, I'll end up binging like one of their original content shows in a week and then go back to watching something else on something else. Yeah, I mean, I would say, honestly, I think Netflix has the strongest original content. Uh, I mean, Funimation's just bringing things over from Japan. They're just inking exclusivity deals, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Like, that's how they have, like, you know, uh, My Hero, and they had, like, Card Captors, Clear Card. I know, God, that was forever ago that came out. But it's how they're doing shows like that. Um, but yeah, Netflix, I think, is putting out the best original content. I mean, Hulu, I think, has some original, and Amazon has original. Amazon has original. Hulu's got decent original content, but... Uh, nothing on Hulu has really struck. Like I need to watch. Uh, the one that did for me was Handmaid's Tale. That was that was the big one for me. Is that Hulu's? Man, I don't yeah. know, man. It's just bleak. I don't really need something that fucking bleak and that dark, especially right now. So it's like I'm like, yeah, I'm good there. Um, I mean, I say bleak and dark, but like I loved uh, Witcher on Netflix. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Glow was one of my favorite TV shows. That'll be coming back hopefully in June. I think last year they had their premiere in July or August, but the fourth and final season should be coming up. You know, it's funny. Awesome Kong um, left AEW, and she was in like the middle of a storyline. They, they should have honestly, they should have never brought her in because they knew she was going to leave to do Glow season four. Mm. They knew she was going to leave to do that, so they should have never tried to bring her in for that for like the three four months that she was there because she didn't do anything. That's unfortunate to hear. Hopefully she comes back once the season's over and once they can really pick up and start doing things again. Well, I think I think she was there to make their one of their other wrestlers look like a um, monster. They, she was supposed to have a program with her and ended up just not doing anything with it. Well, that'll happen sometimes. I mean, even the best ideas and best laid plans go awry. Yeah. I imagine it happens for wrestling more than a lot of other things. Well, re- wrestling's got the one one of the few things where it's like, we're going to throw a billion things at the wall. If two of them stick, we're good. That makes sense. 
mean, you got a lot of people and a lot of moving parts in wrestling, especially, I mean, they keep picking up more and more WWE guys. They do, and actually WWE had, they're calling it Black Wednesday, but it's been going on for like two weeks. They released like 40 people, 40 wrestlers, a bunch of... Uh, um, a bunch of backstage guys like they they released a ton of basically anyone who's not in a storyline right now got released uh to an extent that makes sense i mean why it, may, it makes why sense, keep around why keep them on the payroll because i'm not sure how they're i'm not sure how their pay structure work as performers but at the same but i would imagine that there's probably unfortunately i mean they're getting hit just as hard as anybody else they can't do live shows so yeah they can sell pay-per-view but I can't imagine pay-per-view makes up for the amount of money that they would make just for live shows, like the merchandise and the show. WrestleMania, honestly, the, I've heard it said before, WrestleMania for WWE can make their entire year. Like, everything, pretty much 90% of their year is made on WrestleMania week because they go they go to, you know, I think they were in Orlando this year, supposed to be. They were in Orlando. They go for a week. They do signings. They do shows. They do talks. That's where they're based out of, isn't it? And they're based out of Maine, but they've got a, a NXT down in Orlando. Or no, they were in Tampa. That's what it was. They were in Tampa. So that's about to go. That's how wrestling is still doing things is because they're working out of Florida mm-hmm. because they are considered they were able to get considered essential employees down there because that was a big controversy about it. Like, how can wrestling be essential? But I don't know. I, I don't know what else in Florida wasn't. I just know it was a big controversy about whether or not they were essential. And the wrestlers themselves had some issues with it, I believe. Yeah, because they were, you know, if they didn't want to come in, they were considered essential in breaking contract, and it's like, not really. They, you know, hmm. I mean, you have, like, Roman Reigns, who had leukemia, and he didn't want to come in and do WrestleMania because someone had COVID. Someone had been found with COVID, so he's like, I'm not coming in. I'm not coming for for that, which is honestly probably one of the better things that happened out of that because Braun Strowman got the, the title, which he's needed that title. He's he's needed that push for a long time. But yeah, he needs the title to get the fake title. <laughs> unfortunately, well, I mean, he he's been like a month. He's literally the monster among men. That's his his moniker. Mm. And he's he's you know seven foot six. He's a former weightlifter, and he 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 comes in and he destroys everybody. But then he gets he's been there for like five six years and not even hardly sniffed a title shot so it's it's like why are you making him this giant monster if you're not going to make him a monster i make it sad that he never gets something he'd be like the dan marino man a great quarterback that never gets a super bowl there and there are plenty of of rest former wrestlers that never got the title yeah i know uh, man sports are crazy like there's a bunch of ideas and things getting pitched out about how like how are they going to do baseball they're talking about doing it in uh either a Florida league and an Arizona league or like a, a Florida league, a Texas league and an Arizona league where there's not really any interleague play. And so it's like the Indians would be, you know, they would just be in the cactus league because they right. have Goodyear Arizona and that's their facility. And then they would play the other like cactus league teams and then the grapefruit league. And then there'd be some sort of playoff idea. Uh, the dolphins just released um, a crazy idea on how they would do NFL during coronavirus. They were saying that they can fit 63-ish thousand people in Hard Rock Stadium, but what they might do is, if they have to and keep social distancing and everything, they will do uh, maybe 15,000 people. So and they're going to cut it to a, th- yeah. a third. So they'll do six feet apart, so however many, that's probably six seats, I'm guessing each seat yeah. maybe has a foot uh, ass space, I don't know. 
Uh, they're going to put colored dots down, and then it would be so crazy as you also, if you wanted to order food, you would order food online on your app, and then you would go pick it up or it'd get brought to you. You would get told what gate and time you were allowed to get into the stadium, and if you didn't come to the stadium at that point, I don't know what they would do. And they would also, at the end of the game, they would have security, and they would dismiss you by, by row. So, like, just trying to figure out how they could still uh, do NFL games in front of people. And I'm going to be honest, at this point, um, you know, and this is May 4th, 2020. Um, and if you don't if you don't agree with me, obviously, that's fine. You know, we live in America, and it's a great, you know, you can have your own thoughts. But I just, I have a hard time imagining we get to see live sports in the near future. Oh, I, I do too. I think that if the NFL comes back somehow in the fall, um, which I, I want the NFL to come back, I love football. I think we're going to be watching it on our couches six feet away from each other. I have a very hard time imagining we're going to be able to go to games. In fact, I probably, even if we could, I probably won't go to a, uh, a Browns game this year. And, I mean, I have the same feeling with uh, the Indians. There was a big problem with I had opening day tickets, and I actually I just finally got through to the ticket office because they're finally issuing refunds. Right. And that was a month and a half ago opening day was supposed to be. So I just got, you know, literally like, right after all this started. Uh, yeah, if I would have been like smart. A week after this all started. Yeah, I think uh, I don't remember when opening day tickets went on sale. Opening day was supposed to be the 26th of March. I want to say that I bought tickets the end of February. Mm-hmm. If I would have been smart, I would have probably read the writing on the wall. Because, like, I looked at Noel in mid-February and I was like, hey, we might want to, you know, stock up on some stuff, some supplies just in case there's a panic buy. And there was. And, I mean, we were good. We were fine. We had a little bit of extra, so everything was good, and it worked out. We were able to ride the wave really well to now. Right. And, uh, yeah, man, if I'd have been smart, I wouldn't have spent the money on the tickets, and I wouldn't have had to go through the process of, like, hey, can I get a refund for these? Right. Because it, it sucked, man, going through. And, I mean, like, talking to the guy, like, it's not his fault. Um, his name was Ryan at the, uh, the ticket office for the tribe. And, you know, he's really apologetic. Like, hey, man, it's not your fault this shit happens. Right. So. I can't. Did you, did you eat the bet? I mean, come on. Did where wherever it came from yeah so i mean you so i just i'm gonna be amazed if we get any sort of if we get any sort of live sports in that aspect at this point i'm gonna be really amazed Uh, december 2020 we might start seeing some basketball That, uh, that would that would be my guess honestly i'll be amazed if we don't see basketball um i don't think we're gonna see it live but I will be amazed if we don't see basketball. I'm not going to be surprised if we don't see basketball happen the rest of the like the uh, for the season. I don't think we're going to be awarding a Larry O'Brien Trophy this year. Right. Same way, I'm fairly confident we're not going to be awarding a Stanley Cup. So my Predators, unfortunately, aren't going to be winning anything, which sucks because the Predators are always they're right there, man. They're just they oh man they almost had it a couple years ago, and they're just they're right there. I just uh, they're gonna they're gonna turn the corner, man. We're gonna get that freaking trophy. We're gonna get the Stanley Cup, man, one of these days. But it's just it this just man, isn't the year. My sister would get along great. She loves hockey. Yeah, man, it's I know just, nothing about it. So. It's fun, man. Hockey's a really good time to watch. Uh, sometimes we'll watch a game together. But yeah, so it's just I don't think we're in sports, man. And I mean, from that same aspect, um, I'm uh, like breaks myself, Aaron, and Patches. We're all supposed to go to Gen Con at yeah. the end of July. And I'm honestly, I'm at the point where I'm like, if Gen Con doesn't happen. I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm completely fine with Gen Con not happening. And if Gen Con does happen. If Gen Con does happen, I have, I, I don't know. I got to talk to the guys. Like, it's like, we're all kind of just pussyfooting around it right now, but no one's like, it's like, well, if Gen Con happens, do we go? Right. Like, if Gen Con happens, do we go? Do we keep the hotel that we have? Do we spend the money? 
is is everyone good? You know, is everyone in? Is Aaron do we in? Take, is Patches in? Is Grayson? Yeah, it's like, do we take the risk? Because, I mean, I'm 31 and I'm fat. That's my biggest health concern, which, I mean, it's a big deal for this, apparently. But it's like, you know, do I want to go hang out with potentially 60,000 people? On the, uh, on you know, the same side of this, does Gen Con go without a hitch in the fact that, like, they let 60,000 people show up? Indianapolis just released their plans saying, hey, you know, we think by July 4th-ish we might have the state going. And uh, Indianapolis itself is, well, Indiana's July 4th. Indianapolis is, like, mid-July. Yeah. I mean, I'm still in the camp that if Comic-Con doesn't think they're going to happen, if E3, well, Comic-Con isn't going to happen, they canceled. If E3 isn't going to happen in June, if Comic-Con isn't happening in July... Why do we think that Gen Con's going to happen in the, at the end of July? Because it would be like two weeks after, a week after, right? Comic Con would end, and at that point, it becomes it's you know we we don't want a second wave of this, so you still need to do practice the social distancing thing. So how do you have sixty thousand people in a room? Exactly. I mean, think about it. It's board 60, games. It's such a tactile it's, thing. It's, it's it's even more than that because you have the the vendors you have. So it's probably like sixty sixty thousand five hundred. I think the vendor badges are counted in the count, but I oh, really? I, I, I don't know for the record. Like I'm not. I didn't read. I have no notes in front of me about who who right, counts right, towards right. Gen Con, who counts towards attendance. But either but either way, like even if that's the case, dude. Like at the end of the day, it's like you're right. Is there going to be a second thing? Who do we have to worry? Um, if there's not that many people, what about all the people that already bought badges? Like, say they only let 30,000 in. I don't know. Yeah. Let's pretend we let twice as many as the Dolphins would let into their stadium. Right. So if they do that, I mean, what do they do with the 30,000 people that already have badges? Like, I mean, I imagine I imagine at this point Gen Con hasn't sold out yet. Normally they'd sell out mid-July. That's traditionally how they've been the past few years. So if that's the case, all right, let's say they have... 10,000 badges left right now. So let's right. say we're looking at between 50 and 60,000. Because I think they can, I think attendance can get up to 70-ish maybe? Okay. So, so let's say they've got that. Uh, let's say a bunch of, let's say 15,000 people have already said, oh man, I'm not doing it this year. I mean, that's still 45,000? You know what we're talking, man. Uh, 35,000. So 30, 30, 30 to 45,000. Yeah, so let's say they got 30 to 40,000 people still at badges. Do they just tell, do they do a lottery and 10,000 people don't win? I mean, it's like, what do you do at that point? So I don't know. I don't know how Gen Con as a company does and it. I mean, at that point, you become a massive asshole when you go, no, these people were a lot, but you're not. So you lose a lot of credibility with your fans. And to be honest, I think if you do a lottery in that aspect, you're going to lose, like, people are going to get pissed, but I think it's better than anything else they could do. Uh, I mean, if you do, hey, guys, listen, we took everybody's badge, we threw it in a hat, and if we didn't draw your name from the hat, sucks to be you. Real sorry. Because I think that's the best way. Because how else? How else do you fairly say, "I'm sorry"? I think. I think honestly, you either you do everyone or you do no one, and I think that's really where they have to go. Is is if they can't do them, do everyone, they should probably call it off. I mean, I'll be honest. I think they should call it off. I'm in that camp. I uh, originally I was like, well, I think by the end of July things might be okay. You know, if you looked at how uh, we handed it, if you look at how you know the rest of China took care of it, but at the same time, I don't think. I don't, I don't know, think man. We were there. Yeah, I don't think we're. I don't think we're. We didn't do a full lockdown like that. So, I don't know, man. I mean, like, Ohio. Ohio did great because we were on top of everything. But a lot of the other states weren't. Like Michigan had over a what was it like a hundred thousand deaths or something like that. I don't or know. They had, Michigan hasn't had that many deaths. No, they, I'm sorry. They had they had a ton of cases, but we had we had uh, we only had a, you know 
Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't have I don't the numbers in front of me, so I'm not even going to try to. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to talk I, I to I that. I don't remember the numbers, but they had a ton of deaths. Yeah, I mean, I know Ohio just had like over a thousand deaths. Like, yeah. I think we're like one thousand fifty-four or something like that. I check. I, I do check the numbers daily. We have to for work. I mean, working in food, it's a big thing we put up on the board every day. But, I mean, that's another thing. It's like, how do you do Gen Con's an international event? So it happens in Indianapolis, but it draws people from all around the world. Um, last year, I was looking at a game from a French designer. Uh, a couple of years, I mean, Monolith's always there. They're French. They do uh, the Conan game, the Batman uh, Gotham City uh, game, Chronicles game. So it's like, what do we do with these, you know, these game designers coming from other countries, these companies coming from other countries, you know, the patrons coming from other countries. It's, you know, one of the biggest board game conventions in the world. It's that and Essen are the two big ones. Yeah. So if you look at that, I mean, this is like, well, who, who gets to come? Who doesn't get to come? And I mean, another thing I have to look at, and this is something like I think we're going to have to as geeks, if we want to do any conventions this year, really think about what is the policy? Like, what is our state and what are our, what are our job policies? following these like if i wanted to go to gen con and ohio still has a quarantine process in place for when i get back well i can't quarantine for 14 days after taking five days off to go to a convention i don't have 19 vacation days i can just burn for this and then and then you also have like my work is like we can't force you from staying from our uh, other states but if you go to other states we can't have you here like we and and i work i mean we said this before i work in the hospital so if I have to stay out for 14 days. I'm screwed. And I mean, another thing comes down to, I mean, the company is like, what's the risk for them? Is like, is the attendance going to be there to have these conventions? Which is like, what's something I really wonder about. Uh, BoardGameTables.com, a great website. I highly recommend checking them out. They're running a great deal right now. Um, you can get a really nice board game bag. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one in the basement that you probably see. I have. It's, it is very nice. I love it, dude. It fits you, uh, seven it, ticket to ride boxes. I was going to say, it's, it fits like 15 bo- uh, games in it if you really Yeah, try. depending on what type of game you're taking, uh, it'll fit about seven ticket to ride boxes, size boxes in there. Um, and I'm not counting like little games like Gloom that I always keep in there. Um, if you're into Flux, things like that. So it'll fit a lot of, it'll fit a lot of games, components, things like that. They're running a great special on their website right now because they have so much stocks. They've made so much stock thinking, you know, hey, we're going to have conventions. We're going to sell this. Origins is potentially pushed back to um, October. That's an Ohio convention, which God knows if DeWine's going to let something like that happen. I mean, is DeWine going to let 20-some thousand people converge on Columbus? Mm, probably um, not. You know, they don't. Uh, we don't know if Gen Con's going to happen. So they're doing a huge sale on their website right now. Saying, hey, you know, you can get uh, their bags, you can get their different board games. Uh, board Game Tables makes board games as well, surprising. Hmm. Uh, they've got like four or five out right now. they got Bytes, QE, uh, On Tour, and they've got Ludolima coming out, which is a Kickstarter that I backed, which I'm really excited for, because On Tour is a fantastic little game, and QE is just, I'm not a big QE guy. And, but yeah, so it's like you can get these great deals right there, and I'm seeing from other companies as well. They're running these specials, like hey, you know, you can get these promos, you can get this, you can get that. So it's really interesting to see like the board game companies specifically, like what they're doing, trying to in response to this just unprecedented situation. Yeah, it is, and it is insane, but it, it's also like you know they they like you said they prepared for conventions, they prepared for Gen Con, so they prepared to have sixty thousand people coming up and wanting at least. Maybe thirty to forty thousand games. That you know, you you, Ooh, you have a man, stock. That's a lot of games. That is, 
I, I as I said it, I realized that. But it's like you have a stock of, of these games that you are not going to be able to sell unless you yeah. do something. So like I can actually this. answer that a little bit. Uh, it is a sidebar. Um, I was listening to a Secret Cabal Gaming podcast, a fantastic podcast, which I highly recommend. A lot of recommendations today. And uh, they had uh, Stephen Bonacore of uh, Stronghold Games. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Stronghold and I think Indie Games and Cards. They're like a merged company nowadays. But Stronghold, great. Terraforming Mars, things like that. He was talking about how uh, a first print run of a game, you might do three to 5,000. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, if you're lucky, you get another print run of a game. But, like, you don't do these large print runs because, I mean, board games, while we think they're super popular, they're not crazy. Like, well, I mean, and it's also, there's, the market is insanely huge for board games. And each board gamer is very niche. Like, they, uh, they, definitely. They, 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 you have your likes. You, I have mine. Some of them will converge, but for for a lot, like, we'll play games together, but the ones we're going to buy are the ones we really like. Well, I yeah, definitely. I mean, I would probably buy more games than you would. I'm more you of an Omni gamer, and I'm more willing to take flyers on games. If you sell me on a fun pitch, I'm willing to give your game a shot. That's just how it goes. That's why I have games I've never played in the basement that are supposed <laughs> to be great, but I haven't seen yet. Uh, Everdell, a big example of one. And then, I mean, with this entire thing, uh, unfortunately, my game sessions have been boned, man. Yeah. Uh, I got to play Sentinels of the Multiverse with Breaky uh, about a month ago. It feels I was, like I got this to play point. that one with you as well. Yeah, a couple weeks ago at this point, and uh, I've played some games on my phone. And I mean, I've really played any games. I keep looking at my board games, going, "I miss you." <laughs> but I unfortunately, uh, when you're off, I haven't done anything with you. Uh, I mean, with Parker and Noel, and I can't really do anything. And then he falls asleep, and we're like, "All right, bedtime." Yeah, yeah, you guys are trash just because you're waking up at 6 a.m. and you're running around with a toddler yeah and i mean i'm working six days so it's like we're just not doing anything um i'm kind of hoping in the next couple days maybe we can unlock or something in because i've got five unlocks to do right now okay i've got the heroic adventures box and then i've got the uh there's a dinosaur and sherlock holmes one that i have downstairs to do still Uh, i was gonna say friday night after work we work saturday so maybe maybe the weekend um Maybe the weekend we can we can do something. Maybe we'll say that, and then I'll probably spend all day in my backyard doing shit. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's how it is. I mean, we'll have some stuff to record, too, though. We do want to do, um, I think we talked about on the show once, we have a, a segment idea called Rise of Raj. And the way it's going to work is we're going to do, um, Basically we're going to play a dead game. Play, yeah, we're going to play a dead card game. And uh, we got a shtick that we're going to go with that I'm kind of excited for, which I won't spoil here. Yeah, we're going to play a dead card game, so we have to... Uh, actually, I know the game. It's actually really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, spoilers, I'll tell you guys the game. It's called C23. Uh, it was a uh, comic book by Jim Lee back in the 90s, published by Image. They got like eight or nine issues in, and it died quickly. <laughs> uh, C23 uses the arc system to play the game. It's, uh, in essence, Magic Light. Uh, one of the designers on the game system, actually, was Richard Garfield of uh, Match the Gathering. So it's, uh, it's very similar. You draw cards. There's, like, four different types. There's, like, characters, events, uh, locations, and, like, mana or something. You play your thing. You know, you do your stuff. Your opponent does theirs. You attack each other. Like, the stronger card wins. You go on to the next turn. And so, you know, you're attacking the other person's deck. When the other deck runs out, you win. And that's pretty much the overview of the game. Uh, it's it's a literal one-sheeter. Yeah. So we found, like, six starter decks. And we're su- I'm super excited to do it. I uh, looked up how to play the game. They also had, uh, so this game was licensed with C23. Mm-hmm. Um, you could play Athena, or not Athena, sorry, Xena. Athena, <laughs> Yeah, Xena, uh, Warrior Princess, and uh, Hercules. Nice. So those were the uh, the three themes you could play this arc system, and I want to say this system died 
There was an announced second. Uh, there was an announced second edition of the C twenty three game. It was called like Arsenal or Assault or something like that, which never materialized. So because the be, comic died. Yeah. Well, I mean, the entire game died. Yeah. Well, the no, I mean, died, the, the, the comic, the comic died, died, died. So died. that killed the that killed the game too. I'm sure. Yeah, which it's a shame the comic died because it was uh, coming out of Jim Lee. It was his. Uh, it was his image imprint. So it was. Uh, I mean, image starts in what the mid nineties. I want to say 93, 94, something like that. So you know Jim Lee's like he's doing his uh he's doing his imprint and you get uh yeah you get C twenty three actually I've looked at buying the comics because it looks pretty cool it's kind of a cool story idea it's uh pretty much think like badass space marines versus bugs very aliens like and that's kind of the uh, that I mean that's that's the game that's the universe yeah so it was a nifty little game I got to play it a lot uh I played it in the nineties because my cousins picked it up. And by picked it up, I mean the game store they went to just gave them a shitload of it because it did not sell at all. So I was able to find the uh, six different starter decks they had for the game, and so we'll be able to play the uh, the six different styles that Richard Garfield and uh, designers had in mind for it. That's so all right. Well, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Eric wanted to be a big part of that, but he's just I mean I, he's not able to come over unfortunately. Right. So I've been sitting on this since mid-March. I just, I want to get it done. And especially now that we're kind of on a roll and we're kind of starting to do more videos and we're doing more content, I want to, I, I want to make sure that we're doing these things. Well, and, and you know, I'm going to go with a, you know, you know, I love my critical role. They, they've got a show called Everything is Content. And we're kind of starting to get to that point where like anything we do, we can make and we can make into some kind of content. So we, we, we've hit that point where like, let's do anything and see what, see what we like. Well, I think that's one of the fun things about the Crowing Commandos. It's always just been... It's always been that way. Like, but, let's see what happens. Yeah. Like, it was, you know, hey, let's do some unboxings. It started off in uh, 2015. I, uh, you know, I, I got a comic bento. Yeah. And it was, you know, I just... If you go back to the YouTube channel, my personal YouTube channel, I had, like, two videos on there before. Maybe one, I don't even remember. Uh, it's Eric doing the Kamehameha. I didn't have a lot of videos on right. it, and I just started uploading. Like, I uploaded that video. Like, hey, man, I like comics. It's, you know, it's me. It's sitting there. I'm in a Browns hat, even. Yeah. Like, I don't have anything to do with Rooster, the Crow and Commandos. Like, You're actually very toned down uh, from the, you know, the Rooster persona. We we amp it up a little no, bit. No, of course but... we amp it up. I mean, that's part of the uh, part of the stage fun for it. Right. Because it's like Rooster it's himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I mean, I have a blast. Oh, man, the Browns are going to release the schedule on Thursday, so that's exciting. Just got that's, that news tidbit. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we had a, but uh, see, so yeah, the very first one, it was just me opening up some co a comic bento. It was a really good time. Um, you know, that you was would. Before uh, I even moved in. Yeah, you were still treating the apartment like a clubhouse at that point. <laughs> uh, you had some shit in there. You might not even had some shit in there. I yet. don't think I did. I think it was that. Yeah, I think we were just hanging like, out. Like before hey, give you. Me, give me a month to make sure I can put this together. Yeah, because then. Uh, I think the next video, one of the next videos we do ends up being um, the Red Lantern. Yeah. Which, funnily enough, is our most popular video on the channel. It is. And it's uh, it's so popular that it actually still gets views. Like, yeah. it just, it, it got a view the other day. Um, now that I'm uploading uh, all this stuff this week, I was looking at analytics for funsies, and we have a couple hits on the uh, Red Lantern video this one, uh, in the past couple of days. Well, and it, it's funny you say that, because I think... Um one of my friends who I just recently reconnected with used to play soccer with, he told me his son watched us do uh, some unboxing or something on, on YouTube. He's like, oh, yeah, I used to play soccer with that guy. I was like, yeah, that's actually well could pretty be cool. That one. Yeah, was, I was like that. And he just told me that within the last week. So it's it's very possible he, he watched Yeah, I mean, we're one. still, like I said, we're still seeing upticks on that. It's got over 1,000 views, so that's kind of fun. 
then after that, it's a bunch of uh, Comic-Con in a box. But yeah, no, the Chrome Commandos, God, we started... The name came from uh, 14. I guess now we're doing the history of the Commandos. I guess so. Uh, in 14, uh, we it was before we hung out, actually. Yeah. Because we didn't start hanging out until uh, Akron Comic Con that year uh, when we helped Kurt move yeah, all so the shit Yeah, so it was about November of 14 when we but, started hanging out. So uh, around uh, September of that year, um, my, uh, my brother and sister-in-law had a Disney party. Mm-hmm. And at this Disney party... Uh, Eric and I went up, and uh, we were so you're supposed to dress up as your favorite Disney characters, yeah. or just a Disney character. And so we looked at each other, and we're like, man, we gotta do something stupid. And so we did uh, Green Army Men from mm-hmm. Toy Story. And there's a picture of us out there somewhere. If I if I can find it, I'll uh, post on the Chrome Commando page. Because uh, I made a big bazooka out of PVC piping, and mm-hmm. we spray-painted ourselves green. Well, spray-painted, we had a bunch of Army um, shit from... Uh, the, it was a uh, spirit Halloween. It was around okay. Halloween time, so we got a bunch of stupid shit, and we spray painted it all green. Which actually, the helmet I've been using again—the original helmet was that helmet. Yeah. And I uh, I glued some goggles to it to give it that like plasticky look, and uh, yeah, so that's where that came from actually. And um, yeah, so we did this. Uh, so we did these the just green uh, army guys, and we just we ran around their house, and we had a great time. We actually won a, a costume award for it. Both of us did. Yeah. Yeah, I think Eric got like most accurate, and I got like uh, like best male or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was it was really fun. So we did that, and then uh, Kurt Griffin, uh, friend of, friend of the show. I haven't talked to Kurt in years, but uh, he's still a friend of the show. Oh, definitely still a friend of the show. He was the uh, he was the uh, comic and, shop owner. Yeah, he was the owner and proprietor of uh, Heroic Adventures. Heroic Adventures, where we first met. Yep, and where I was working, and you were sort of working. <laughs> you sort of worked. I, I sort of. I one one. We never trusted you with the register. Right. I never wanted to be trusted with the register. So anyway, I sold books like crazy, man. But uh, yeah. So anyway, um, I sold he commented books on one of the videos. He commented on one of the pictures of Eric and me, and he's like, "There's Rooster and his crowing." He was like, "Sergeant Rooster and his crowing, crowing commando. commando." Yeah. And we, uh, I like there was. I didn't do anything with it, and then we were like, "Ah, we were trying to come up with a name for this crazy, stupid thing." And it was just like, yeah, and well, he yeah. actually brought it back up. He yeah, someone like, brought back. Yeah, well, I think he started calling you my crow and commando. Yeah, because it was very clear I was the ringleader of this operation. Yeah. So and, and it was, it, but it was always Rooster and Squiggles were the crow and commandos, and he actually had us over at the shop at one point. Yeah, that was in uh, that was in sixteen. That might have been fifteen, actually. That was fifteen, I believe, because it, it was when we first started. All right, yeah, I was trying to figure out. It was fifteen. Had we done the we. So we'd already we'd already done a food drive because we did a food drive the first year. We were very initiative initiative driven. So the first year we did a we did a food drive and we got the comic shops in the area, Heroic Adventures, those books and more, and Hazel's Heroes. And we we did the food drive to uh, get us to do Warrior Dash. Yeah, we're probably gonna do Warrior Dash anyways, but yeah, I think we like we said we would do Warrior Dash if we raised like a thousand pounds of food. And of we course, we had like, like two thousand. Yeah, we did a little over two thousand. I think we did some yeah. math. Um, we used one dollar equals seven pounds of food donated as well, uh, because that was how we did it when I was in college. Uh, my fraternity, Lambda Chi Alpha, did that kind of same math. It was one dollar equals seven pounds. And obviously, this is two thousand fifteen that we did this, and I was using two thousand eleven logic because that was when I was in college when I graduated. So don't quote me on how one dollar goes to your local food bank, but know that. If you ever uh, donate to a food bank, food is great. Like, obviously, food is fantastic. They need food. Uh, Peanut butter, uh, spam, cereal, oatmeal, tuna. Those are the things that are most needed because they're the most nutritious and the most, like, protein-packed kind of for... And they can last the longest. And, yeah, they last freaking forever. 
Um, so like to by all means, please donate actual food as well. But if you can give cash, uh, they have better buying power. There's usually angel donors who for every X amount they'll raise, they'll get like, you know, like matching grants or matching uh, donations from like, you know, rich folk that we don't even know about. And also they've got deals with the supermarket. So like, okay, cool. Like, you know, you can get this for, I don't know, so much cheaper. Like just, it's amazing how much more food a food bank can purchase than we could purchase. Right. Like they could stretch a budget way farther than we could. Right. And they're also not trying to make meals. They're just trying to get food. Yeah. A lot of times the food banks, they're just trying to put together, they're trying to put together just the basics that you could make meals out of. Like if you can get like beans and rice and maybe pasta, some sort of meat, pasta is a great thing just because it's loaded up in carbs. And a lot so of times like they, have, a lot of they have like big stores will donate meat. So they'll, they'll, they'll freeze meat and have it for a month or so. Yeah, like the meats that are about to go bad, they'll throw in a freezer. That's what we ended up doing with uh, when we did the Akron Canton Food Bank. The which, next year was 16. Well, I mean, yeah, when we did the uh, when we did that one day where we mm-hmm. went up together and did everything. Uh, yeah, the first year we donated it to Akron Canton, and uh, they were really impressed with us. Like, it was kind of funny, because we didn't talk to them at all. <laughs> so we just, like, we ran this entire food. We didn't really communicate with anybody. We raised a couple thousand, uh, we raised a couple thousand pounds of food, plus we raised a shit, I'd have to, I'll have to pull out the number, I don't remember what yeah, it was. It was like 20, it was 2,200. I think you can actually there. find, uh, you, can you can find, find a video, the there's an old video, uh, after we did Warrior Dash, you can find it, where we give exactly how much it was. Um, and then, oh my God. So we had the worst fucking time taking it up there. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. Oh my God. It was awful. So we did Warrior Dash had, that Saturday. We had five people loading up our cars. No, we were all alone. It was just you and me that year. The second oh, yeah, year. It was, we, it was the second year. We the, had that yeah, it was people. the second year we had help. No. So the first year, oh my God, it sucked so bad. So we raised all this fucking food. And uh, Bill's books uh, killed it. Yeah, they got a donation, they had, like, and they just they killed point. it, man. So they raised all this money and all this food, and, and Kurtz did fine. Like it wasn't Kurtz like did, Kurt, it wasn't like Kurt sucked. I think we had Hazels involved, and they did okay. Yeah, Hazels did okay. Like that first year, they didn't they didn't do as well as everybody else. Like I felt really bad because I was like, yeah, we didn't really promote them as well either. We could have done better with that. That was definitely a lesson learned. So anyway, so that first year we moved it all, all the food into our apartment, and there are there are pictures that you can find on the Chrome. If you go back to 2015, you'll find just like these totes full of canned goods and shit. And we actually did a couple videos in front of them because we were so proud, and we didn't fucking think about the fact that we then would have to move all of this shit from the apartment to three the flo- food bank, three floors up with, with no, no elevator. elevator. So like moving it up wasn't bad because we just moved it up. We we're like, okay, cool. And like, it was well, it was it was like one at a time too. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a giant amount most of the time. Oh my god! The first the first week was like the biggest amount where it all came in at once. And we also we didn't think it through. So oh my god! So like I said, we have all this food. I mean, we just we have so much food, which is awesome. But oh my god, it was so fucking terrible because we had all this food, and then it's just squiggles of me. Uh, Noel's at work. Uh, Parker doesn't exist. I'm on vacation. I'm actually interviewing for like seven jobs at this point because <laughs> that was the uh, that was when I was on Midnights at Cheers and I was so mad at life. So I'm interviewing. I, w- I was in between interviews with all these jobs. We're like Thursday. We're going to take the food to the food bank. So we, uh, we squiggles gets yeah squiggles gets ready. We load up and we get we get up early, which is yeah, we get up which early. Was rough for me anyway. Yeah, because I was on my midnight schedule, so I was like, but I was trying to be like a day shift human because I was like, I'm going all these in because I was, oh my God, I was doing interviews every day. 
So we um, were up early. Squiggles is having a rough go. He rips his insulin pump out midway oh, through the that. first box. <laughs> I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, and you're like, oh, shit, I don't have, you didn't have the tubing or something you needed. You didn't have something you needed. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I can't pop that back in yet. So then, oh, my God, so Squiggles is fucking, he, he starts dying. dying from insulin, from uh, lack of insulin. We get the first tote down, which was miserable. It was a couple hundred pounds. That was the problem. Like that first tote was like five hundred pounds that we yeah. just we thrown. It was one it of those giant Christmas totes that you th- we just threw canned goods in and we overloaded. It was five hundred pounds of canned soup. So we're already so Squiggles is miserable. I'm miserable. We are we are hating each other at this point. <laughs> There was a point where we literally were cussing each other out. Oh, my God. It was so bad. And we, and we looked at each other and we were like, this is just because of this shit. Never again. Which we ended up doing it again. Yeah, and then we did it again. So then we get, <laughs> well, anyway, we get that first toe down. We had like six or seven totes of shit. Um, nowhere near as big as this one. But that one, oh, my God, that's Oh, my God. And then. So the- then we get, no, you remember we get up and fucking Anubis is sitting on the fucking landing. And I am so pissed at Squiggles because my cat is outside the apartment. My cat doesn't fucking go outside the apartment. <laughs> This oh. is where we started cussing each other. Yeah, this out. is oh, I wanted to fucking beat him to death with one of those cans. <laughs> so then, oh my god, then we had to move that cardboard box down that was full. You remember that tall uh-huh. cardboard box? Which so we, we move, we move this cardboard box, and oh. as we start going down, my grip slips. Oh my god! And I swear to God, I saw my life flash before my eyes because that thing, that thing was another five hundred pound box. Oh my god, that sucked so bad. And then, so finally, we we get and again all- three stories. No elevator. And somehow we get all this fucking shit downstairs. And I don't know how, but we get it all downstairs. We don't break anything. We don't fucking get evicted. And then we're sitting there. And we're like, oh, my God, this isn't going to fit in. I have a Kia Rio at uh-huh. that point, And you had whatever your last car my was. My Cobalt. You're, yeah, you have a Cobalt. Oh, my God. So we we're like, we were going to go together. We didn't think, oh, we should rent a truck or something. So we start calling U-Haul and we start calling all these car rental places. Like, is there any way we can get a truck like ASAP? Nope. Nope. <laughs> so then we have to figure out how to get this shit into our fucking cars. Somehow, somehow we manage to get to 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 uh, Tetris all that shit into our cars. Yeah, I don't know how the hell that happened. If I'm being honest, oh my god! So we get it all in our cars. And we get up to Akron, and we just like we have no idea where we're going. We like, can't uh, cannot see behind us. Yeah, we can't see behind us because there's so much shit in our cars. Literally to the roof in both cars. <laughs> so we get up. We get up to the Akron uh, Canton Regional Food Bank. And we, God, we can't find the front desk. We're, we're so lost up there because it's a big building. And we're wondering, we're stumbling around. Finally, someone's like, can we help you? Yeah. We're like, yeah, we have, um, we have we some. Have quite a bit of food. Yeah, we have a bunch of food that we want to donate. Oh, did you call ahead? No. no. Were we supposed to? Should we have? Oh, well. Usually, but okay. Yeah, I mean, we'll do this. We did, like, like idiots, we thought we all would just show up and drop off food. That's not how you fucking do it, apparently. So finally, we get connected with the right people up there. And they're like, okay, and cool. Luckily, cool this was a Thursday, not a Saturday. Because yeah. they told us if it was a Saturday and we had done this, no one would be there to... to yeah, well, we knew that. We knew it was going to be like regular business hours. So we get up there and uh, they point us to one place. And they're like, okay, cool. Take your car over there. And we're like, well, we have a couple cars. So we're like, well, what do you mean you have a couple cars? And so the dude, so we, we, but we take both our cars over to the first area they point at. And they look in our car and they're like, uh, shit. We're going to need you to go around back. And we're like, what are you talking about? So we go around back, and the dude fucking forgot about us. Like, he uh-huh. ended up taking a call or something. So we're standing in front of this gate looking like assholes. 
Or we're just parked oh, in front of this man. gate looking like that says no parking. We look like assholes. Like a cop's driving past like four times. And like, I'm just yelling out my window like, Squigs, I don't know what to do, man. Like, you, should, what should we do with this food, man? Like, should it's we just, like, do we yeah. go back? Like, do we, is this the right place? And finally the gate opens. The guy apologizes. And we get and back we, there. And we were, we were seriously sitting there for half an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. So anyway, so we get there and another dude comes out. Like, first dude's like, really sorry about that. And he bails, man. He just, he just ducks out. Yep. And so we have another dude come out, and he's like, oh, what are you guys doing back here? Uh, we're, we're dropping, dropping food, off. food off. We were told oh. to come back here. Okay, you guys, did you guys have an appointment? Yeah, yeah this is, Again, no, we, we didn't. didn't know. Sorry about that. Yeah, like, we, we called and asked if we could just drop food off, and, you know, like, I mean, we didn't really do that. It was more like we just called and made sure they accepted food. I think that was the yeah. most we did. And so we ended up, um, oh, my God, yeah. So we end up, so this dude finally. So he, he brings out, we are like. Oh, no, no, you remember? He's like, okay, can you get the shit out? And we're like, yeah, sure. So we start pulling, so we pull out to it, and he's like, cool, is that everything? And we're like, fuck no, No, man, man we got two cars full. He's like, the fuck you mean you got two cars full? Yeah, oh, my God, it's straight up two cars full. So we get everything out, and he's like, oh, shit. And he has to go get a forklift. And then at this point, like I said, we're just fucking miserable because we had to get that shit in and out of the cars. Uh-huh. Chase the forklift back, and he's like, do you want to know how much you guys had? And we're like, we don't even fucking care. I mean, we cared, but we, we at that point, we were oh just, God, yeah. we were dead. Like, we ended that's up, really what it ended up being. Like I said, it ended up being a couple thousand pounds altogether. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, and then we gave them the cash, cash. and they're like, they're just staring at us like we're just these random hobos that just showed up with just food and cash. Like, we did this for a reason, but, you know. Yeah, so I ended up, God, I want to say, I don't remember what the total is, because then we're like, hey, can we get a weight? Like, can you tell us how much weight, like, you know, kind of worth of food? And they're like, oh, we don't do it by that. We do it by meals. And we're like, what do you mean? Because we were like, oh, we're going to, like, have this big announcement about, like, how much food, how much weight we just, we'd given them. And they're like, ah, oh, we can't figure that out. We'll, uh, we'll get back to you. And they, like, <laughs> they never got back to us with an official weight. They sent us a letter and they were like, you raised, like, I can't remember how many, uh, how many meals, uh-huh. like, we were able to donate. <laughs> they, they figured out. And it, it ends up being, like, 1,500 meals or something. Yeah, it was like a that. bunch. Like, it was a crap load. Like, it was really impressive. And they were like, you know, like, we had a big, like, thank you and everything and. I mean, it was nice. The next year, we were a little bit better organized. We uh, we worked with the Star County Hunger Task Force the next year, and we actually called ahead, and, like, there was a little bit of, like, fun, not fundraising, but there was a little bit of, like, coordination amongst us. And we actually got a uh, truck that for that one. Yeah, we were smart. We picked up a, uh, a, a, a U-Haul, U-Haul truck for that, so we got a, a cargo van to take everything out. There's, that was fun, man. That second year was fun. The second year was near, not nearly as bad. Yeah, we didn't raise as much food, but we raised more money. Which was nice. More people donated money, which in a weird way we were like, "Thank you, God." <laughs> yes, because I mean, we got a good amount of food. Like, we definitely got. We um, still we still had about fifteen hundred pounds of food. Yeah, we did really well, but we raised a lot of money. Right. Do you remember how we were weighing it all up, all the food? So we were doing the the way we figured it out <laughs> is we didn't have a scale for the food itself, so we we bought a shitty like bathroom, bathroom scale, scale, and we would like weigh ourselves, and then we would like grab a couple bags of food before we'd like mark it away, and we would just like, all right, cool, I gained forty you pounds. You on couldn't this. put the food on the scale because it would cover up the, the yeah it wasn't working it was like oblong and shit oh my god dude yeah it was the god, it was the jankiest fucking fundraiser oh man. man it was terrible god, we should go back and we should go back and review some of those videos oh like, yeah during the fundraiser and just trying to promote it oh my god yeah that was fun though man. it was it was a good time and we did a lot of good with that but it was yeah i mean we definitely I'm did so that. glad we learned for that second year yeah, that first year was I know. I wish we could do another one, but I mean, uh, the heroic adventures doesn't exist anymore. I don't feel like we have the connection with maybe Bill. Bill, like, but like, I mean, I haven't been to Hazel's since the last time we picked up food from Hazel's. I mean, I have, but I 
it's once. And Steve's a nice place. guy. Like He's Steve Hazel's a really nice guy. guy. Well, I just yeah, I haven't. Been I mean, out there. I've I've been to Hazel's a couple times, but I couldn't tell you if if he even knows who like if he would even recognize. Oh my yeah, face there's yeah, point. there's no way at that point. At this point, it's been years. And then let's see, the next year we did something. Oh no, after that we uh we we stopped doing like that. Uh, the next year it was John's dad's fundraiser. Yeah. Because I put a bunch of my personal collection up for that. That was more of a personal fundraiser to help my buddy out. And then uh, the next year I did the food drive again. But it was uh, it was just yeah, it was a Facebook drive. And it was just, hey, I'll wear a dress and I'll tie my hair and all that stupid shit. And then I haven't done anything this year because I'm a shitbag. Well, and 15, also 16, Warrior Dash went down. Uh, yeah, it sucks Warrior Dash died. Actually, I was signed up for Spartan, but they just moved it. So. I was going to say Spartan. I haven't even signed up for Spartan, but Spartan... Uh, yeah, they just moved Spartan. It was supposed to be at the end of uh, the end of the month, I think, the 30th. Yeah. And then they moved it to July 18th, but I I don't think it's going to happen. I don't I don't either. I wouldn't so. be surprised if stuff like that can't happen this year. Oh, yeah, neither would I. So uh, we'll see. I might get to do Spartan. I have no idea. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of looking forward to it, but I'm, I'm in the worst shape of my life at this point in time, which is sad. And that was another thing. Like we, we, when we started doing this, we were like, all right, we're going to actually go and work out. You know, that first year we were like, we're going to go work out. We're going to get in shape. We're going to do warrior dash and we're going to do it well. And then we got there and literally five minutes and we looked at each other and went, did we just pay to torture ourselves? Yeah, yeah, we were kind of. we were really good about that though. Like there was actually, I was really impressed about that. And we were working out together a lot too. And we were going, we were running in the morning, and you know, doing doing the couch to five k, and just doing doing other things that we were like, okay, let's get out and do some stuff. Yeah, like in the end, I was really proud about how we did and like yeah. what we were doing on that, like physically and just like what we were doing for the world, man. It was a good time. Like we had some really good times with us. I uh I don't know, man. I'd love to do another fundraiser. Obviously, now is not the time. No. Now I don't. Yeah, it's just there's enough crap happening in the world, and there's enough good people doing fundraisers. Like at this point, we can just you know, I don't know, whatever we have to do to kind of stay uh stay afloat. Yeah, it was just whatever it takes to help the world, man. If people need us, we're here. But uh, for this one, yeah, not yet. Not we're not ready for. A, I don't think we need to do a fundraiser no. at the moment. I think just give some money to like Feeding America and stuff like that. Call it a day. I think maybe what we we try and do is run like a Toys for Tots or a Coats for Kids or something like that towards Christmas maybe, but not not necessarily, definitely not right now. Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Um, I, uh, man, go away, weird box. It's telling me to clean up my computer. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely think that. Like I've always wanted to do like a uh, study buddy or something like that where it's like you give to like uh, the organizations that give teddy, they give uh, teddy bears to... Um, like kids who need, uh, you know, who like they get uh, domestic, sorry, words, um, like domestic violence calls or like, you know, houses burned down and things like that. So whatever there's kids involved, right. supposedly like first responders will have like either teddy bears or stuffed animals or something kind of. So I always want to do like something, you know, to like take their mind off. Yeah, you know, get like a little, little study buddy kind of thing going on or just something like that. I've always wanted to do something like that. Um, or even just, like I said, just find like a good organization there. And there's a million good organizations that we could just kind of donate some of my, uh, some money or time to at this point. Maybe we, uh, maybe we'll find some time to actually get out to the food bank again and do some more work out there. That, and we went out to the food bank. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. We had a, I had a really good time. Remember we ended up, uh, there were all those doctors that was right before mm-hmm. the graduation. Um, shout out to everyone we met that. I don't remember any other names, but shout out to everyone we met back in 16. They were getting ready to graduate. They were, uh, an emergency room, uh, doctor class mm-hmm. and they were doing, uh, I guess like before they graduated, before they got their white coats, they had to, uh, 
they they were doing like a big fundraiser or a big uh, volunteer day or something like that. Like you know the basic like senior kind of thing. Yeah, and they have to they had to do so many volunteer hours to pass their class anyways. But they they, they said this way we can do. You know they were doing it. A well, I think they already passed at that point. I think it was just like their senior week kind of thing. Like yeah. this, but like they were doing it as a class. But it's like well, that's from, all someone, that someone I had talked to said they had done this earlier. They had done something like this earlier where they were all working at the food bank, and then they they all loved it so much they, they just kept cool, coming man. back and doing more. Yeah, they were super nice people. Yeah, like a lot of people we got to meet that day. So hopefully, um, maybe we can get the commandos together and do something like that again in the near future. Um, and I mean, maybe uh, just doing this. Maybe we're entertaining somebody. Hopefully, we're. Uh, Hopefully doing something like man, this is a uh, this is a more somber podcast than we're used to over here. Yeah, it's a little bit, but it's it's kind of kind of cool because this is I I think we're gonna end up calling this one history of the commandos because this yeah is, I mean this it would is, make sense go back there. I mean this is just this is a interesting one we're doing though. Yeah, it's definitely it's not the definite it's not the normal format. I mean it's 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 been a, a much more somber podcast for us, a little less geeky crap. But we just we haven't had more too history. much. Although I I think I've got our discussion topic for a little bit. Here, um, but let's call it soon, man. Nine thirty. I'm getting ready for bed. I was gonna say we we ended up we talked a little bit, but Kurt had the Halloween party. Uh, he had us actually set up as a you know uh, official like. Yeah, we were like an official guest. Yes, yeah, we were official guests. We were next to uh, Altered Realm, the yeah. uh, radio broadcast out of uh, KRNA Radio. Yeah, because well, he's part of Altered Realm. He him was. And, yeah. uh, it's uh, him and Jason and, and uh, Tony Isabella was there too that year. Was wasn't that that year? Was Tony Isabella there? I can't remember. No, he wasn't that was there that year. It was, a, it was a different year. Yeah, that was a that Tony Isabella was there because we were we were the guests of honor because he couldn't get a rotten friends or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he was like, well, I guess I'll have the crowing commandos. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, we we did the uh, the the popsicle sticks of fate. Um, oh yeah, because we had all those unboxing things. So we had to figure out. So what we did was we threw it all in a box and we said, all right, we're just gonna randomly throw. We got a bunch of just like junky comic books and I mean, not junky comic books, but like just a bunch of extra comics and a bunch of just like random little toys and things we're never going to use. So we wrote on a uh, paper plates. We did uh crowing commandos. Yeah. And we wrote it all on a popsicle stick and then you just drew a stick and you got whatever was on that plate and a business card. Yep. That was fun, man. That was a really good time. It was. People had a lot of fun. Little kids loved it, man. They kept coming up. We're like, yeah, man, take this take, crap. Take it, please. Because we it was had... like a, it was almost like a garage sale, except we didn't make money on it. Oh man, I was completely fine with that because yeah. we had it was it was just getting so much of that crap. Because we we at one point between the two of us, we were getting like six on six boxes to do unboxings, six or seven. Oh my god, yeah, because we were. Just... I was getting three. I think you Let's were see. getting four. I was yeah, I was at Comic Bento, uh, Comic Con in a box, Geek Fuel. Um, Marvel Collector Core. Loot Crate. Uh, you were doing Loot Crate. I, I was wasn't doing, doing Loot Crate. I, I was, was doing, doing, I was doing the Halo Drop Crate. Yeah. Oh man, we had the we, Anime Crate. God, there was so much. There were so many. I was doing Bento as well. Yeah, man. Oh my God, it was nuts, and we had, we had so much stuff coming in. So it was like, oh, we gotta get rid of some of this junk, man. Yeah. We gotta make it go. And we did. <laughs> yeah, people we, had we a lot had of fun, fun with that. Game with it. Yeah, man, that was a really good time. We had, uh, that was when Eric joined us for the first time, too. Yeah. Because he was like, I want to be a Crow and Commando. And then he uh, he started doing videos with us and having some fun with us. And uh, we uh, we did piss him off the one time. Not then, but remember we did the, um, oh, God, I think it was a loot crate. We opened up the loot crate, and there was a little uh, space invader in there. And he, uh, <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, so we opened up uh, this video. This is a lost video because Eric was so pissed he stormed off. And I don't think we wrote him that hard on this one. But I don't think so either. so mad at us. So we did, um, 
we opened it up and there was a little, uh, it was like a little uh, shelf toy, like almost mm. like a, a little knickknack of a space invader. And like Eric's like, oh, kids today wouldn't know what a space invader is. And we're like, what the hell do you mean kids wouldn't know what a space? Like kids still know what space invaders are, man. It's not like this. And he looks- was like, oh yeah, because Pixels just came out. I was like, no, no, no like seriously, space invaders are timeless yeah then we had this we had this argument on the on camera because he got so mad because and both of us just looked at it which which is we argue back and forth all the time just because a it's good content and b we, we you know we actually have differing opinions yeah i call squiggles an idiot all the time yeah and i, I do the same so call squiggles an idiot exactly rooster's right. always right <laughs> so but when both of us look at each other and go the hell are you talking about I think he knew, like, he was wrong and he didn't want to admit it. Oh, I just, I, well, yeah, I was like, what are you, and then he, oh, my God, he got so mad at he us. Did. And I, like, he was going to storm out that night, man. We, like, we had a weird fight. That was a weird, like, Chrome, that was the first Chrome Commando drama, I guess. Yeah. That was, that was a weird one. But like, it, was, it was, yeah, it was fine. I mean, in the end, it was fine. Like, we, pr- he made us delete the video. <laughs> like, that was my favorite part. Like, he was like, oh, I'll stay, but you're deleting that video. So, I'm like, dude, we just did this content. And it was, I was like, all right, man, like, if you, if you insist. So we ended up deleting the video, but I, just, I, I still, like, I stand by I'm Like, what do you mean kids don't know what, what yeah. Space Invaders are, man? Like, he has a, and, and I love Eric. I love him to death. And he has this idea that, like, kids who didn't play, like, Atari, they're like, oh, they wouldn't know what, like, original Mario is. And I'm like, dude, like, there's an NES emulator on my Switch right now. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, kids know what the kids know what Space Invaders are. Kids know, like, like those I classics. I mean, Space Invaders, you might find more that don't, but kids uh, kids are going to know. That. I think if you consider yourself a gamer, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. I think, or, you, like, you I, I think to. you would have an idea about Space Invaders. I think Space Invaders have invaded pop culture enough. Yeah. Um, Space I don't, Invaders, Donkey Kong, Mario... Like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I'd i be less surprised to find out kids, like, I don't know. I'd be amazed if they didn't know Space Invaders. If kids were like, well, what's a Q-Bert? Maybe I'd be like, oh. Yeah, maybe Q-Bert. You know, maybe a Q-Bert or maybe even, a Dingo. Even that, even that with the Wreck-It Ralph, Q-Bert was in that. Oh, exactly. No, so, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, like, like those, like, maybe a Q-Bert kids would be like, ah, oh, like, or uh, Adventure, maybe. That'd be something like an Atari game I don't think people would know so well. Right. And it's like, because, I mean, Adventure was a fun Atari game. It was a crazy one. It's like, you got to cheat the game. You got to, <laughs> like, do this. And you get the bridge so you can go through the thing. Man, Adventure was great. But so it's like, maybe, like, I could I could buy them not knowing those games. But I, are you going to tell me that kids don't know cute? Like, kids don't know Space Invaders? I right. just, I don't buy that. I just didn't, I didn't buy it then. And, oh, man, he got so mad. That was so funny. It was. Oh, my God. What about the other time he, um... Oh my god, we did the one, it was mask, and he's like, no, I got a great mask for the video. And he ended up, he showed up with that giant, like, furry fur head. <laughs> and it was like, what? what is okay. this? Alright. So, yeah, oh my god, that was so good. And then he's like, what, guys? That's great, man, I got this hat. From, uh, I got this. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it'd be great. And we're like, dude, that's like a furry head. He's like, oh, man, it's just like, you know, it's a, it's a lion head. No, dude. We're like, dude, that's like a furry head, Legit man. furry head, and that's... Fine, but oh my god, we aren't gonna be able to get that. That was so funny. It was so big. We weren't gonna be able to get that and the three of us in camera. Yeah, I think I let you and him do that video, and I was like, I don't want to be next to this one. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure if you find, I think it's Comic Bento's masks. I think, I think you're gonna find, which is funny because I bought a mask specifically to do that video, and I was like, well, I guess I'm not doing this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that one was so funny. I think that was the one where I wore. 
two masks because I think I had like yeah I think the joke was you took a mask off and then and there was the the another mask underneath it yeah oh my god and it was man I miss doing video I miss doing content with Eric and I know he wants to come back and do stuff but you remember when you pitch videos so we used to pitch videos all the time (laughs) and his pitch was always let me throw squiggles yeah it was like because there's an there's a video I think on our Facebook because for a long time we did more Facebook videos than we did anything else. Mm And I think, like I said, I think it's Facebook. And it was about, it was before Pokemon Go came out. He was like, there was like a new announcement about Go. And he was so I jazzed was for like Pokemon the Go. release date or something. Uh, it wasn't the release date because they just dropped Go randomly one day. Because okay. I remember sitting on my couch and Go like, was like, oh, I can go play Pokemon Go. Oh, no, it was the uh, the, the it video. Was just, it, was the, just, it might have been, it was something about it. Yeah, it was that, that first like video trailer. that came out. So he was so jazzed for it. He's like, and like his, so he pitches the idea. He goes, hey, man, here's what we're going to do. Um, you guys are going to start off like a regular video and then I'm going to run in and throw squiggles and then, uh, sit you'll down just, like, yeah, I'm going to sit down and be like, no, we're talking about this. And then Chuck, you know, rooster, you're going to like walk away cause you're scared. And I was like, oh my God, that's really funny. Like that's we can totally great. do that. Yeah. Cause I think you were wearing, yeah, you were no, wearing, wearing the Pikachu, Pikachu hat. So the idea was he was going to run in, scream, no, we're talking about Pokemon Go, rip the hat off your head, throw you off screen sit down and like a news reporter put took, the hat on it took us an hour to plan this out so that i wasn't getting hurt when he because he was like legit yeah he just trying wanted to, to wing you oh uh, yeah he just wanted to like wing you across the room and I, like he's a big dude yeah. eric, eric is a lot of muscle yeah eric is man so yeah so anyway so finally we did this video and it was fun we had a good time it was it was funny like at first we're like oh it's really funny yeah throw squiggles and then like a week later he's like hey man i got an idea for a video so what's gonna happen i'm gonna throw squiggles we're like no man we already did that and then he keeps pitching like okay cool so what's gonna happen is i'm gonna come in i'm gonna like break squiggles over my knee and we're like eric you can't pitch another video until you have one that doesn't involve hurting squiggles because at first i thought it was really funny because i was like yeah we're gonna hurt squiggles and then finally, I was like, "Dude, all you want to do is hurt squiggles." Like, yeah, it was it was weird for like it was funny at first, and then it was really weird yeah. afterwards. I was like, "All right." Yeah, I was like, not. "What are we? Wait, you we can't only hurt squiggles. Like, that's not that's not the Girl Commando channel. Like, every once in a while, it's funny to do something goofy, but it's like that's not what we're shooting for, dude. Oh yeah, that was all. That's still his pitches, man. Every time he pitches something, it's still like, "Oh, what I can do is I can throw squiggles." Guess that's why he hasn't done a video in a while. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it it and it's one of those like I'm more I'm more than happy to do some physical comedy stuff, but that was a one and done joke that that so and, and for whatever reason like we kept telling him that and he just was not. Was, I think it would have been funny to do it again for Pokemon Go. Yeah. Like every time there was a Pokemon Go update or we were gonna have something to talk about Pokemon Go wise, like if we would have done. If we would have done something like that, like not a, a weekly or not a um, not a, but like there would have been a recurring gag for Pokemon Go, I think it would have been. Yeah, really and at, at one point, I I'm sure I would have, you know, he would have come in, guys, fuck, <laughs> like that. Oh my god, that would have been fucking. It would have been great, but it was it was not for every video, not for comic. Benzo well, yeah, the and, problem was it was yeah it was never there was never any other video. Yeah. Or, like, maybe every once in a while. I guess if Eric wouldn't have only showed up once in a while. Like, he lived far away and he just showed up once in a while. Maybe it would have been kind of funny. But, yeah, we just, we never, yeah, it just, it was, oh, man, it was just, it was a shtick that never worked more, though, that wouldn't work more than once. Um, unless we were doing it with. It would have been funny if we would have, like, kept that going. as like a, uh, every now and then we would have done a Pokemon Go update. Right. <laughs> like, actually, looking back, that, like, I think that could have worked. That could have worked. And Especially that's if it got to the, the point where once or twice we just had you throw yourself, like, Alright, hold on. Oh my god, that would have been so good. If we'd have worked our way to that, that actually would have been really funny. It would have, but it wouldn't have worked on any other video. 
Yeah, no. Oh, that's man. the that's the problem. It, it like it, it really only works for when he's coming in to do the Pokemon Go because it was so. And I said that weird. It was so. It was so. Well, I think we could have. We probably could have milked it for one more video uh-huh. where it's like he runs in and then like you throw like and then you like you throw yourself. And then he's like, I was just going to tell you guys something like, hey, or like something yeah. weird. Like, I think every now and then we could have had a really good gag with it. But it wasn't just like, it was every video. It was like, okay, cool. Um, We're going to do an unboxing and I'm going to throw a squiggle. I'm like, you're not going to throw squiggles, man. It's his box. You're not throwing squiggles. Yeah. He, oh, he literally, he's, I'm going to throw squiggles. It's his box. You can't throw squiggles. We had some good times, man. Those were fun. I just love like when we get pissed off at each other for stupid things like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, the time the, like, oh, my God. The the time, like, I actually got mad at you for, for, Dissing on on Eclipso in the in the comic shop. That was oh my god! I, yeah, I remember you getting pissed about something. And there was a couple of different factors to that, but the the main I think the main one was just that I hadn't eaten yet and my sugar was starting to to jump around. But yeah, I remember you getting pissed. I'm like, why are you so fucking mad about this stupid comic book character? And but like I kind of liked the character and I was just tired of, of people shitting on it and then all of a sudden that was the that was yeah it's a year old off on me for that what about the time we were playing oh my god we were playing Twilight Imperium and you got so pissed uh, because... oh my god <laughs> we've mentioned this one before. oh my god that's still it's so funny the first time we're playing Twilight Imperium like Squiggles was not going to win not at all and I so I started role playing as like the space tyrant lions that my race was because we were li- it was like space lions. And, like, this card came up, and I was able to convince everybody to vote with me. And Squig was like, no, you're just going to benefit him. And it was All like, it does is benefit him. Anyone else can win with the other thing. Nope. Yeah, it was it like was banning technology was, or something. Yeah, it was literally, like, the, the one thing that could have stopped you. No, oh, no, I was going to win. I, I had that game in the bag at that I'm point. I'm pretty sure you did, but there was a chance someone else could have picked it up. Yeah, Space Lions are OP, dude. Like, when you play, when we play uh, Twilight Imperium next, I don't know if I'm going to let people play the Space Lions. Well, 4th edition, they're a little bit, they're nerfed a little bit better. But, like, in 3rd edition, when they can control, like, trade contracts and things, because they'd be like, all right, they have to let, they like, they have to allow trade negotiations to happen. It's like, nah, they're good. Yeah. Or it's like you can't break a trade contract with the Space Lions. I don't remember what the race is even called. Oh, my God, dude. That was so fun. And then, like, you just got squeaked. Oh, man. Well, it's because you got your ass kicked at the beginning of the game. Yeah, it, it was a stupid move on my part. But And I, I never realized until about midway through the game what my Space Wolves actually did. Yeah, oh, my God. Like, my, could... my guys needed to go into the asteroid belt and build in the asteroid belt. Yeah, Aaron could have wiped you, dude. Like, the fact that no one went over to your side of the board to wipe you out was impressive. Aaron could have wiped you out. Then, I like, think that was more people just being generous. And a 10-hour like, game that yeah. just didn't kick you out in the first hour. Yeah. I think oh, my was, God. That, that was, was so really fucking... That was so fun. It was so funny, though, man. You got so mad. I mean, I don't blame you. I played... Oh, my God. There was this time we were playing... Um, We went on this double date with uh, John and his, uh, his not-wife, Katie. And I got so fucking pissed. We were playing... Uh, I don't know why. I don't know if I was hungry or what was up that night. We're playing uh, Settlers of Catan. And, like, we're having a good old time, and we're playing the game, and then, like, the robber, someone rolled a seven, and so the thief gets me. Mm-hmm. And then someone rolled a seven again, and they hit me, and they fucking put it on another one of my lands. And so I'm, like, I have no, like, brick production happening, and I'm getting more and more pissed. And then finally, at the end of it, um, Noelle had the last one, she rolled a fucking seven again. I had one card in my hand, and she fucking took it, because when you use the thief, you, uh, you can take a card if you don't know settlers that well. And so I had nothing left, and I was like, fucking, oh, my God. At one point, I was so fucking mad, dude. I don't know why. It was just... Because normally, like, I'm like, yeah, if I lose, I lose. But for some reason, I was so pissed at this point. Yeah. 
So I fucking, uh, like, the ride home, like, I'm talking to one, I'm like, I expect that from, uh, like, you know, non-board gamers, but you fucking, you just fucked me for no reason. I was, oh my god, I was, I was seeing fucking red, dude. We had a, like, we had a fight about it. I bet. That's, that's awful. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know, right? She is so mean, so <laughs> terrible. I mean, I had no reason to fucking react, like, it's a fucking board game, man. Yeah. But, oh my god, I was, I was fucking furious, and then, like... John and Katie could tell I was pissed, so, like, they stopped fucking with me as much. But, I mean, at that point, the damage was done for, like, my game. Right. And then Noelle's like, ah, oh, my God, dude, that was oh, that was such a shit. Like, it was a great double date until, like, I got pissed. And I'm like, well, I just fucking ruined the night. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fun. There's nothing worse than, like, when you, when uh, you get pissed at a board game or, like, you let a board game piss you off. And you're like, I just ruined the fucking night. Thankfully, it was about over at that. Oh, my God, dude. I'm embarrassed by I'm that like, one. Luckily, the one that we were talking about with me, I didn't ruin the night. It was just like, I was mad, but it didn't ruin No, we were close to the end of the game, game at that point, too. Yeah, it, did, it didn't ruin You did any. sit over on that other side of the table and fucking brood for like two hours. Though. Oh, dude, I was, I was I was mad. I was like, I didn't under... It took me forever to realize I couldn't beat you in the charisma, and that's what fucked me. Your fucking charisma is maxed. Oh out yeah, I got people. Yeah, I got people to just fucking side with me. It was oh my god, it was so fun. And it was that, and then there was like some double dealings that when I was like, if you vote with me, this I'll give you this, and like I was actually trying to plan for someone else to to at least make it competitive. Well, I know you're you you were trying to get people to side with you, and I would just I would fucking play cards and shit to make people just vote against you just to fuck with you at the end because <laughs> I was being because I was like the space lions don't want the space wolves to do well. <laughs> You are the peasants of the space races. <laughs> so, like, oh, my God, yeah, I, I ran that. By the end of that game, I was running that fucking board, like, with an iron fist. Yeah. Yeah, I was a bit of a dick in that. I'll give you that. <laughs> but, I guess I that mean, was my even, karma. That Settlers of Catan game later was the karma I coming guess, back but, on me. I mean, it, but even then, like, it, like I said, if I had been able to talk somebody into it, I couldn't talk them into it because every time I tried, you would up yours, like, that much more. What also didn't help that by that point, I had a fucking armada. Yeah. It was like, you could, like, I mean, the only, like, Russell might, Russ might have been able to go up against me because he was Space Turtles. I think Aaron might have been able to, too, with that. Aaron didn't max his, uh, he didn't max his, uh, tech race up. So I had a, I had two war signs which is at that why, point. Which is why I was telling, like, you, we need to get this so we can play the tech. We can actually build tech. Everyone can build the tech. Yeah, Noelle had weak people, so, like, she had fan heads and something. It was weird, yeah. like... They had like a minus one or something in attack, so she didn't want to. So she just had defense going on. Russell had a fucking space. Yeah, she was, he had she a space was, shield. She was pretty, you turtles. guys were pretty much teamed up from from the get go. Well, it's just I won't fuck with her, and she won't fuck with me. Right. And so we had that. Russell was like, "I'm gonna have the Monroe Doctor going on." So we put like a line of defense around his main planets, and then never moved his armada. So my entire thing was I just raced to the center of the board, and then I just controlled everything because I got all those planets. Because you and Aaron had some skirmishes, and then by the time. And then I had a strong enough force going on that Aaron couldn't do anything because he didn't have a lot of tech because he was the Ember Dudes. He was like yeah. the Space Caliper, like uh, Ember Dudes. That was a good game, man. It was. We haven't played, uh, we haven't played TI in fucking ages. It's been about three years now. I don't think you're wrong, man. It has been a minute. Because we played the first two years in the apartment and we haven't played since. Mm, yeah, man. Unless you guys played without me. But. Uh, I have not played TI here. I haven't played TI since I got 4th edition and that came out in 17 because I got that at Gen Con 50. So in the fall, it'll be three years since last time. Oh, man, that's like my favorite board game. It's fantastic. Well, it's one a, of them. Sentinels is my favorite. That, that The problem is that's just one you have to set up. Oh, yeah. Well, not only do you have to set it up, like, you got to set up your life, man. You're playing a fucking eight hour. That's eight what I, that's what I meant. Like, that, that's one you have to uh, plan a month ahead that you're like, hey, this is the date, you know, wear your comfy pants. 
This is this is going. Yeah, to be come on over. Everyone's crashing. All right, man. I uh, God, we're an hour twenty. I didn't realize we we're gonna go that long. It's nine thirty-six. I'm getting ready for bed. Am I ready for bed? I mean, I'm gonna walk out of this room and go crash. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so just quick discussion topic with quarantine. Wait, another discussion been... topic. I want to go to bed, man. What do you no, mean? No, no, no. Just it's, it's it's a quick one. Just what are because uh, I want to end on a really happy note here. Okay. What did you find during quarantine that you've been binge watching that you you didn't think you'd like? I mean, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know about her. You know, what was the good, good, like binge watching show that you came across? I don't have anything, man. I've been in quarantine. I've been working. I, I've been watching Naruto. I knew I liked Naruto. I just haven't watched. I just, I always started and I always get to about where I am right now. And then I stop. Yeah. Right when Sasuke leaves the Hidden Leaf Village, I always stop watching the series. Well, I'm four episodes away from Sasuke getting, getting away from the Hidden Leaf Village, actually. <laughs> so, uh, no, nah, I just, I've been pounding that. I haven't watched anything else really. Um, I, I watched Umbrella Academy about a month ago, but we kind of talked about that. I think in a couple episodes. We might have. But and I bought a bunch of. I bought all the comics. So, but I, not so much that I didn't think I'd get into it. I just I was like, yeah, I'll just get around to this eventually. I really liked Umbrella Academy. So yeah, like for me, like I said, there's not really. I don't really have an answer to that. I haven't really. I haven't watched anything. I watched Naruto, which I, I've literally watched every episode I've already watched. Right. So. Um, I got into Community. I watched all of that. That wasn't too bad. Um, I watched... I've seen uh, Harley Quinn now, which is fantastic. Um, and I'm watching Doom Patrol right now, which isn't bad. But Legion of Superheroes was on there. And I, I knocked that out in about, a, in about a weekend, I think. Last week, uh, two, three days. But... That that was kind of a cool like throwback. Like I I watched that as a kid, but I I don't think I ever saw the second season. Um, but that I mean really, it's just there's some interesting things that you can find. You know, some real good hidden gems because you know no one ever has the time to just sit down and scroll through everything because they've watched everything. Yeah, like I said, I just I haven't really I haven't done that. I haven't looked for anything. I haven't found anything. So I'm uh, that's that's not a. I mean, for me, it's just I don't really have an answer. That's all right. So, I don't know. I don't really have anything queued up either. Like, I've still got... This is season five in Naruto. Uh, I'm trying to watch it all, actually. Yeah. So, I've still got, like, four... I've still probably got about 75 to 100 episodes to watch, watch before Naruto leaves. Sh- <laughs> uh, I'll have to watch Shippuden. So, uh, 200, there's 200 episodes in Naruto. And then Shippuden has 500 fucking episodes. Okay. Which, I have to figure out how I'm going to watch Shippuden. So, I have roughly 70 to 100 episodes to, to before I get there. And then I don't know if I'll watch Boruto or not. I We'll see. I guess I will see how much I enjoy the ending of uh, Naruto. Because after I get there, I'm not going to watch any of the movies, but once I finish the series, I'm going to watch Naruto the last. Because I think that's supposed to wrap everything up. But I have to figure out how I'm going to watch Shippuden because it's not on Netflix and I think I might have to buy it because I want to watch it dubbed because that's how I'm watching it on Netflix. Yeah. So, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, Shippuden will be uh, one that I don't know if I like or not. And actually, I'm about to get to Uncharted Territory for Naruto, maybe. So, because uh, the problem is, though, once I finish this, uh, once I finish the season and Sasuke gets out of the village, I was like, oh, well, if uh, I still have to finish the uh, current season of My Hero. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, I'll go watch that and then maybe I'll watch this. So, watch I don't that. know if I'm going to get, I don't know if Sasuke's going to leave and I'm going to leave with him again. <laughs> Because I'm really, I'm enjoying Naruto more this time than I ever have. I can say that much. 
I am more invested in the story. I am more invested in the characters, and I am enjoying it way more than I ever have up until this point. I always liked it, but I have enjoyed Naruto way more watching it over the past, uh, I want to say, like, month. That I, because I have been binging it pretty hard now that I haven't, uh, once Parker goes to sleep, I'm just watching a couple episodes a night. So I have enjoyed it way more in the past month and a half than I have ever enjoyed Naruto before. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. The one thing, the one hidden gem I think I've actually found on Amazon Prime, they have uh, Samurai Troopers is what it's called on there for some reason. Ronin Warriors. I remember that from, like, as a kid watching that, having some of the figures with the, Mm -hmm. the... I'm, I've started watching that one. I'm excited to get back into that one. Cool, man. I, they didn't even change like the title screen or anything, it's, but it, for some reason it's called Samurai Troopers on, on Amazon. Sounds fun, my man. Yeah. All right, buddy. Um, with that, no last discussion topics. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. If uh, you, Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. We, uh, we're sorry it was a little more somber than the normal one, so hopefully you got some laughs out of our uh, reminiscing. Uh, if you enjoyed us, please check us out on YouTube as well. We're actually up to uploading a bunch of content this week. Uh, hopefully we'll have some more and we'll be able to keep uploading uh, fun content to keep, uh, to keep you guys entertained as uh, states start to end their lockdowns and you guys get back to your lives. Uh, you know, and uh, I can uh, promise you we've got some fun stuff coming up, actually. Uh, I know that this coming weekend Squiggles is off, so we're going to record at least two different videos. Yep. And uh, we actually will probably have the Bone Book Club coming up in the next week, so... I think this weekend might be what we do. Yep. So I don't know when this is going to go up. Uh, probably midweek. Maybe a good Wednesday release to uh, sporadic up. But you'll see uh, when you hear this and you see it go live on your uh, on your feed, on every watch or listen, I should say, to our podcast. And if we are sorry that this has been a little more sporadic with everything, but just with our schedules, it hasn't been um, mixing up as well. Yeah, so we'll definitely get back into the groove of things. We promise you there. Uh, in the near future, you'll have weekly podcasts again. Uh, until then, though, uh, this is Rooster. And Squiggles. And we are signing out. See ya.